are the fire, we are the temple, you are the voice, we are your song, you are our God, we are your people, you are the light, we stand in awe. Lord, each and every one of you, I want to thank you for uh, joining me um, on this evening. Um, I hope that uh, this message um, finds everyone uh, feeling well and doing fine. Um, as for me, I'm doing fine. Um, I thank each and every one of you for uh, your continued prayers. Um, and uh, just know that me and Sister Talitha have been praying for you. I want to give honor to God, who is the head of my life, to uh, my apostle, Apostle Rudy, and Pastor Lois Ellis. I want to thank them for being such awesome leaders and awesome shepherds. And you know, as uh, um, as an obedient, as being obedient to God and doing what God has called me to do, I thank God for them for forcing me and pushing me to do what uh, God has called me to do. Now, uh, if I can um, go back to a moment that uh, Pastor Lois has said to me, I was. Um, I think I was about 20 years old. And, you know, that's the time in your life where you are like trying to figure out what, um, what are you, what am I going to do? Um, I wasn't a person that was giving a party and I wasn't a person that was, um, I just wasn't a typical young person. Um, I was trying to uh, figure out um, what, what it was that um, God had called me to do. And, and in that, she has said, um, you know, speaking prophetically, she said, Jason, you're not called to anything else on this earth but to the kingdom of God. And, um, you know, you get to that place in your life, you know, you know, years go by and you try to do things of your own. And, you know, you realize that, yeah, God, this, this is truly my calling. I'm called to do the things of God. I'm called to walk in the kingdom of God and, and do what God has called me to do. But before I get into uh, more of what I want to talk about. Uh, let's 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 pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you right now, thanking you and praising you, God, for each and every person, Lord God, that's watching us broadcast. Lord God, we pray, God, that you cover their hearts. And Lord God, as Pastor Lois spoke on Wednesday night, um, God, that that help us, oh God, to mind our minds, oh God, help us, oh God, to be mindful of what we're thinking. God, we pray and we ask, oh God, that you cover us and keep us in the name of Jesus, oh God. And as I give this word, oh God, I pray and I ask God that, Lord God, that you touch somebody out there, Lord God, right now that's watching, that you, Lord God, lay your hand on their heart, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. We thank you and we praise you. God, I ask that you have your way with me, oh God. Lord God, I yield myself to you and I ask, oh God, that you speak through me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, um, Pastor Lewis had talked about, um, she, 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 uh, like I said, 20 years, when I was 20 years old, and I, I wasn't 20 years ago, so that's, I'm not that old yet. <laughs> but, um, you know, she said, uh, you're not called to anything but the kingdom of God. And, you know, I, I listened to it, I heard it, haha, <laughs> yeah, that's, 
Amen. But you get to a place where that those words are really start to mean something to you after you go through some stuff, after you had to endure some things in life um, from your own, based off of your own disobedience, uh, you, you know, you, you end up having to endure certain things in life. Um, I didn't, you know, I heard it, but I didn't want to hear it because what does being called strictly to the kingdom mean? Tonight, I want to talk to you about don't forget who you are. Don't forget who you are. Um, and a lot of times we go through some things and we deal some, with some things in life and, and that's dealing with these different things in life. We tend to uh, go, go, we tend to go left on uh, the things that we're supposed to be doing. We, we tend to stray away from who God has called us to be. And I want to remind you, um, even with what I'm saying tonight, I want you to go back to uh, your calling. Go back to who God has called you and what you remember God telling you. Go back to that moment. Go back to that place where God spoke to you and said, this is what I want you to do. Um, and, and before I go there, I want to um, give you something uh, that, you know, um, where is it at? Oh, by Jerry uh, Bridges. Jerry Bridges said, every day is important for us because it is a day ordained by God. If we are bored with life, there is something wrong with our concept of God and his involvement in our daily lives. Even the most dull and tedious days of our lives are ordained by God who and ought to be used by us to glorify him. Um, and then Oprah Winfrey said something. She said, I believe there's a calling for all of us. I know that every human being has value and purpose. The real work of our lives is to become aware and awakened to answer the call. The real work of our lives is to answer the call, to figure out your purpose. And once you figure out that purpose, you begin to walk in that purpose. And so many things have distracted us from our purpose. So many things have distracted us from the call of God on our life. We gotten busy with working the nine to five. We've gotten busy with the children. We've gotten busy with trying to keep up with the Joneses and, and necessary. And, and, and then we forget what God wants us to do in life. And, and you know, I heard somebody say a long time ago, they said, look at the job you're working. I'm not trying to tell you to quit, but I'm gonna get to the scripture real quick. I'm just talking to my heart. Somebody said a long time ago, talking from my heart. Um, they said, uh, Think about your calling and think about the job that you're working and how much does your job pay you? And say, for instance, if you make $50,000 a year to work and you're not working on your purpose, that's the value that your job has placed on your calling, that your calling is only to them worth $50,000. When your calling could be a million dollar call, you have allowed your job or what you have done to place a price tag on what God has called you to do. And the reason why I said place a price tag on what God has called you to do, because you have allowed that job or you have allowed something else to draw you away from or to pull you away from what God has truly called for you to do. Go with me to, um, I, um, Jeremiah 
chapter one. I want to talk about Jeremiah because Jeremiah was a prophet of God and, and God spoke to Jeremiah and told Jeremiah some things that he wanted him to do. Jeremiah chapter one, it says, then the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. This chapter one, verse four. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nation. And this is Isaiah talking back to God. He said, then said I, ah, Lord, but I cannot speak for I am a youth. But the Lord said to me, do not say I'm a youth for you shall go to all whom I have sent you and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces for I am with you to deliver you, save the Lord. So this is, I want to stop right here because a lot of times what God is, he said, don't be afraid of their faces. So God was speaking to Jeremiah, the prophet that he had called him to be. God began to speak how Jeremiah responded to God. Again, I talked about this a few weeks ago. Jeremiah responded out of his fear. He said, but I cannot speak for I am a youth. And God came to him and said, don't be afraid of their faces. God said, because I am, I will be there to deliver you. So whatever God has called you to do, you have to understand that you cannot be afraid of what people may say. You cannot be afraid of what people may think. You have to go in the boldness of God and know that this is what God has called me to do. This is what God has called me to say. And I am going to do what God has anointed me to do in this earth. Listen, it's not for everybody to get up in the pulpit and preach. It's not for everybody to 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 to, to, to everybody. Everybody's calling ain't necessarily to working in the church, but God may have called you to be an activist. God may have called you to, 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 to go out and be a teacher in the world. God may have called you to do certain things to bring glory to his name. And the way you bring glory to his name is you do what God has anointed you and ordained you to be. The first thing you have to conquer is your fear. You cannot allow fear to step in to cause you to walk away from the calling that God has called you to do. Listen, it's not going to be popular with a lot of folks. God may call you to do some things that you may say, man, I've never trained for this. I've never I've never known that this is what I'm supposed to do, but this is where I feel like I'm supposed to be at. If God is telling you that's where you're supposed to be, you must be where God has told you you are supposed to be. I'm going to say that again. If God has told you where you're supposed to be, you must be where God has told you to be. So the first thing you must do is you have to conquer your fear. What is this fear? This fear of thinking about what people may be saying. This fear of feeling like I may lose some things. This fear of feeling like I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. I want to stop right there because some of us, a lot of us, have gotten so used to being in a comfort zone that we forget that we forget where we're supposed to be at. Work is not easy. Work is not. Let me say it again to you. Work is not easy. You got to be willing to put the work in and putting the work in means that I am going to step out of my comfort zone. I'm going to talk to some people that I have been afraid to talk to before, folk that I never thought that I would be able to talk to. I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and I'm going to conquer my fear and I'm going to speak to who God has called me to speak to. There, a, there is a lot of people out there waiting on the church to step up and do what God has told us to do.
There's a lot of folk. There's a lot of folk. There's a lot of folk that's still in captivity. Listen to this, y'all. There, there are a lot of people out there in this world that's still in captivity because you will not speak. You will not stand up and do what God has called you to do. So we go back to seven. 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 And, and seven, it says, he says, but the Lord said to me, do not say that I am a youth. God said, for I, for you shall go to all whom I have sent you. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not, and it says, do not be afraid of their faces. For I am the Lord. Here we go with that. I am. I am the Lord. He said, I am with you and I will deliver you, said the Lord. I am. Go with me real quick to Exodus 3, and we have somebody else in the Bible that dealt with that fear of what God has told them to do. Exodus 3, and I'm going to start reading at 7. Exodus 3 says, and the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. So I have come down to deliver them out of the land of the Egyptians to bring them up to the land to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the per and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. Now, therefore, behold, cry the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I also have seen the oppression with the Egyptians, with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now. And this is God talking to Moses. After Moses went to the burning bush and God began to speak to him out of the burning bush, God said, come now, therefore, I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, again, this is where he allowed the fear to speak versus walking and listening to God. Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh, that I should bring the children out of Egypt? And he said, I will certainly, this is God responding to Moses, as, as he did with Jeremiah. I will certainly be with you. And this shall be a sign that, that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. And then Moses said to God, indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they say to me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? So this is a question, God, what? What shall I say about what you're telling me to do? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. So again, God responded to Moses, I am, just as he did with Jeremiah, I am. So you have to understand that you have a God and you look at the word I am, it talks about it being all sufficient. God is all sufficient. He's able to provide every single thing that you need in the moment that you need it. So God said, I am, I am who I am. God is saying to him, I am whatever you need me to be. I am, I will be whoever you need me to be. I will be there in the time of trouble. Don't be afraid because I am God. I know what I've called you to do. I know what I've anointed you to do. And if you would just step into your calling, you would just step into your volition. If you would just do what I've called you to do, I am God and I am able to deliver you. I am God and I am able to bring you through. I am God and I will speak through you. I am God and I can use you. Don't worry about people. Don't worry about their faces. Don't worry about what's going on in your life. Listen, if God has called you to do something, you must 
step out in faith and do what God has called you to do. It's not going to feel good, like I said earlier. It may not be popular, but you have to step out in the calling of God and do what God has called you to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got to do what God has called you to do. And sometimes, like I said, sometimes you're going to go through some rocky places. You're going to go through some valleys. You're going to go through some trials. You're going to go through some pain. But understand, as long as you are walking in the anointing and the calling of God, God will protect you. This is what God was saying. God said, I will deliver you. I will be with you. I will be there wherever you need me. As long as you make the decision to walk into what God has called you to do, God will be there. Apostle said something, and some of y'all know after Christ, if you make the decision, God is committed. A lot of times, history is changed by the decision that people made. The Kairos moments of life, as we're talking from the Old Testament, the Kairos moments of life happens when people make the decision to do something different, to do what they have been called to do. It's almost like it's almost like you are, are, are going into a store as soon as, and a lot of times when we walk into a doorway with these store, with the stores now, we don't have to open up the door. The door automatically opens. As soon as you step into the perimeter that's been set for that door to open, the door opens. A lot of us, we have not been going through open doors because we are not in the perimeter for those doors to be open for us. That sounds good to me. We have not been going through the open doors, and it seems like doors have not been open because we are not, we have not, we have not positioned ourselves in the perimeters for those doors to be open. As soon as you step into the place or you start to move towards the place that God has called you to move towards, then those doors in your life will begin to be open. Hallelujah. They will begin to be open. They will begin. Doors, God is oh God wants to open doors in your life. God wants to open doors in your life, but we have to make the decision that we're gonna move to where God has told us to move to. Uh TJ says something in his book Instinct. He says, Some people have the courage to move beyond order the ordinary from the from the methodical mediocre into the revolutionary realization of where they belong. You can have this sense of belonging. Only when you connect to your core calling. If you believe in calling, as I do, you understand it is more than the motivation to minister that clergy experience. The calling to creativity, the calling to teach, the calling to give, to build are are part of allowing your instinct to guide you to the something more that you suspect that is out there. A lot of us we are we are dealing with that place where we're saying, man, it's something more to it's something more to this life. It's something more to what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not supposed to be stuck in this place. I feel like I'm stuck. Listen, you need to get down on your knees and begin to pray to God. Ask God, God, where would you have me to go here? And once God tell you, once you hear God, the thing is, we hear God all the time. People prophesy to us all the time. They tell us what we should be doing, where we should be going, what we should be stepping into, but then we sit, go home and sit down and don't do nothing. The most important thing about about walking in your calling, the next thing is first, after dealing with your fear, you got to walk in obedience. 
You have to walk in obedience. You got to obey the voice of God. You got to do it. You got to do it. And once you begin to obey the voice of God, God will begin to send people in your direction to help you get to where you're supposed to be. God will begin to place you in places that you never thought that would be possible for you to go. I want you to understand that it is important in this time that we're living in, in this time that we are living in, it is very important that you don't forget who you are because things will come to distract your purpose. Things will come to move you away from what you're supposed to be doing. Let's talk about that Kairos moment. The Kairos moment is when life happens. And I'm, I'm kind of breaking it down real quick. The Kairos moment is when life, when, when things begin to change, when time to when time starts for you. The Kairos moment. The Kairos moment is, is not just is not like the chrono, the, the chronos moment. Chronos is measured by time, day by day by day. But Kairos moment, again, it starts with making the decision that I'm walking into something new. It starts with making the decision that God, what you have, what you have downloaded into me, what you have imparted into me, God, I'm going to make the decision right here, right now, to walk into this anointing to walk into this thing. I, God, God, you have called me to be a healer. God, I'm going to lay hands and believe that the sick is going to be recovered. God, you have called me to be a millionaire. So therefore, I am going to make the decision today to learn how to budget my money. I'm going to learn how, I'm going to follow people that knows how to budget money. I'm going to ask for help. I'm going to ask for accountability. That's another thing. When you're walking in your calling, you got people that you're accountable to that's going to keep you walking in your calling. They're going to keep you right on that path. They're going to say, hey, you what, you, what, what, what you're doing right now is not lining up with what you told me you're supposed to do. You need to understand that God is trying to take us. God is trying to take the church to another level. And, and the church cannot go to another level if we continue to do the status quo or we continue to do what we want to do or what makes us comfortable. There are a lot, and again, whew, <laughs> and, and we're talking about the church. There are a lot of pastors who have not truly stepped in to the calling of pastoring. They've been doing it how, 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 how it makes them Whatever makes them comfortable or whatever makes other people feel comfortable with them, that's how they've been pastoring. God, God has called folk to be revolutionaries. Jesus, when Jesus came to this world, Jesus didn't come and line up with the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Jesus was a non-conformist. Jesus came to set the captives free. Jesus came to deliver the oppressed and delivering the oppressed and setting captives free means that he had to fight the system of that day. He had to fight the system. And in your calling, sometimes you're going to find yourself fighting systems. In your walking, in your walk, you're going to find yourself fighting systems. You're going to find yourself fighting against other folk who say that it's not going to work. Who going to tell you that your idea is too big? I dealt with that before. Somebody told me I had an idea for something, and I said, this is how many people I'm believing God is going to show up, and this is how I'm going to do it. And that person said, hey, I need you to cut all that in half. Don't expect to raise this much. Don't expect this many people to show up. And I was shot down. 
But I believe what God had told me. At the end of the day, I had to go back to what God had told me. And God had gave me a specific number of what was going to God gave me a specific, specific number of who was going to show up. And he told me what we was going to raise. And listen, when I decided not to listen to man, but to listen to God, I continued to do what God told me to do. And when that day came, there were more people there than I could have imagined. When you do what God has called you to do, God already has things lined up for you. God already has things lined up and set up for you, but you got to go there. You have to make the decision that I am going to do. I'm going to do what makes me uncomfortable. I'm going to do what God has imparted into my spirit. And, you know, and, and I'm talking to you because even now, even now, there's some things that I feel like um, I need to be doing. There's some things that I feel like I need to be walking into. And, you know, at this age, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and again, I'm just going through it and it, you know, being at home more, being at home more than normal. Uh, God begins to speak to you and God begins to ask you questions about, you know, why haven't you done what I told you to do? I know I'm talking to somebody. Well, why, why, why are you not, why are you here and not here? Why, why have you allowed what people said to distract you? Why have you allowed this people pleasing thing to step in to distract you? Why have you said that? Why have you made me some promises? Why, <laughs> why have you made me some promises that you said you were going to do and you didn't do it? God said, I'm still waiting on you. I'm still waiting for you to do what you said you were going to do because I am. Whatever I say is going to happen. This is God talking. Whatever I say is going to happen. God told Jeremiah, God, not, Jer not Jeremiah, but Joshua, he said, be of good courage. Whatever I told you, God said, meditate on my word. That's how you're going to prosper. When you meditate on what God, not when you meditate on God's word for your life, when you meditate on the prophets that's been speaking into your life, when you meditate and you compare it to the word of God, that God have already spoke, God will begin to, God will begin to reveal to you who you are. God will begin to reveal to you the purpose of why you are here. There are so many people who have died because they did not want to do what God have told them to do. There are so many graveyards that's full of folk that never walked out their purpose. They never walked out their calling. God has even moved some of y'all out there, moved you to another location for you to be able to do what God has told you to do. I had questions. A lot of us, we got questions. We got questions. We got questions. God, God, what, why am I here? God, what am I doing right here? God got questions too. What have you, why have you not been doing what you said you were going to do? We got questions. We got questions. And we've been dealing with this thing. And God is trying to transform our mind and transform our thought and transform our actions. And, and the job that we once loved is not fulfilling the purpose that God has called us to. The things that we once loved doing is not fulfilling the purpose that God has called us to. It seems like every single thing is becoming boring. Every single thing is not working out because you have not been working out your call. Calling. You have not been working out your calling. And this is something that God has been speaking to me. Listen, integrity and character, integrity and character is walking, is knowing your purpose. 
and walking out your purpose. That's that's walking in integrity. When you walk in your purpose, then integrity is going to come forth out of that automatically because you're doing what God has told you to do. And when you do what God has told you to do, it means that your heart is towards God. My heart wants to please God. My heart wants to make God happy. And every single thing that I do, my heart wants to make God happy and fulfilling my purpose. And God, I understand that as long as I don't walk in my purpose, as long as I don't walk in my call, just like as you told Jeremiah, you gave Jeremiah people to speak to. God, as long as I don't do it, people are dying when they don't hear your voice. People are dying when they don't hear my voice. People are dying when I don't walk in my anointing. People are dying when I don't walk in my purpose. People are dying when I don't walk in my call. When I don't walk in my call, God, I'm calling other, causing other people to miss their calling. Listen, you are that important. You are that important. God has some stock in you. God has some stock in you. If God did not have stock in us, God wouldn't have told the devil when he asked the devil, why did he come before him? And Satan, Lucifer, and he said, have you considered my servant Job? God has stock in Job. God knew that Job would be able to withstand the fight. God would not have called out Job if God didn't know that what Job had in him. God knows what you have in you, and God is using every single thing to pull out what you have in you to bring it to fruition in your life. Some of us, you know, like myself, you know, we, we sit at home and we get upset when we see injustices being done to people and we wonder, God, why, why is this happening? It's happening sometimes because you are not where you're supposed to be. You're not speaking for those who can't speak for themselves. And, <laughs> and basically, this is this is all this is all that God has given me for you. Don't let this season end, y'all. Don't let this season end. And you're not walking in your call. You're not fulfilling your purpose. I need you to point to, lay your hand on, on your chest right now. God say, God, help me to fulfill my purpose. Help me to do what I'm supposed to be doing. God, help me not to be lazy anymore. Because we can make so many excuses. Just because you work in a regular job don't mean you're not being lazy. <laughs> I, mean, I might be talking to myself right now. Just because you work a nine to five don't mean you're not being lazy because sometimes it's easy for us to, to, to walk on a path that's already been charted than for us to chart a path ourselves. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we don't want to be the trail bearers. We don't want to be the ones, the trailblazers, the ones that got to go in and cut down the trees and, 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 and make a path for everybody else to follow. But some of y'all, look, life ain't going to be easy until you start blazing that trail. Life is not going to be easy until you start blazing that trail. Some of y'all, look, you, 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 your body, you, you're not working your mind. You're not working the word in your life. You got to work the word in your life. God has already given it to you. You got to work the word in your life. Say it with me. I have to work the word in my life. I have to do every single thing that God has called me to do. I got to do it. I got to do it. And God has been waiting on us, y'all. God has been. And this is all I have for you tonight. This is all I had. Just a little quick 30-minute word. This is what God gave me. But I, my, 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 my mission 
My mission, my, my mission now is to push people to doing what they're supposed to do. My mission for me is to advocate, advocate for those who can't speak for themselves. My mission for me is to facilitate a move of God for other folk. I'm, 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 I'm coming into who, who I am. I'm realizing who God has called me to be. That I gotta speak for I gotta speak into the lives of folk who, who've been waiting to hear from God. And that's and I know that's what I'm doing right here, right now, is speaking into the lives of folk who've been waiting to hear from God. Some of y'all are saying right now, but God, I'm 50 years old. I don't know. Look, you can still go back to school and do what you're supposed to do at 50. Some of y'all have been saying, I always knew that I was supposed to be a lawyer. I've always known that I was supposed to be a, a, a pastor. I've always known that I was supposed to be a doctor, an evangelist, a prophet. I've always known, but God, I've allowed time to pass me up. But let me tell you something. What you are talking about is dealing with chronos time. You're dealing with the, the, the cycles and years. And when you make the decision to step and change your life, then you step into a, a life where time bows. You step into a moment where time bows down to that moment where you say, I am going to make the decision that if I'm called to be an attorney, if I'm called to speak up for people, I'm going to make the decision to be that attorney. If I'm called, listen, it is not too late. There's a man named Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders, he was a convict. He shot somebody, y'all. Y'all don't know that part of the story. He shot somebody. And then he still, at 70 years old, he became a millionaire. He stepped into it. He stepped into it. It's time for you to step into it. God has already given you it. So step into your it. Step into your anointing. Step into your calling. And if you think that, 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 that standing in a pulpit is all you're supposed to be doing, then I want to help you out. No, that ain't all you're supposed to be doing. If you think that going and working at the plant, you know, you may make eighty, ninety thousand dollars $90,000 a year, but, if, but you have to know what brings you fulfillment. You have to know, is this, is this life? See, it, it gets deeper than just, okay, I'm trying. It gets deeper than just, just living mediocre. You got to ask yourself truly. Yeah, you may not be out here drinking. You may not be out here sexing. You may not be out here clubbing. But you got to ask yourself truly, is the life I'm living pleasing to God? Are people's lives being changed by what I'm doing, by what I'm saying, by where I am? It's a faith walk, y'all. It's a faith walk. And you have to make the decision. And once you make the decision, as our apostle said, God is committed. So I want to encourage you on tonight. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid any longer. And I'm I'm believing I'm speaking, I'm speaking over your life that that I'm speaking prophetically that the finances that you need in the name of Jesus, that the finances that you need, that you may say that, God, I don't have the money. God, I pray to ask God that you send resources. Send the resources, oh God, that your people need, oh God, to walk in that calling, to walk in that anointing. Send those people, oh God, that, that can get us to the next level of our lives, oh God, and fulfilling our purpose and our calling to you, oh God. So God, we thank you and we praise you. 
in the name of Jesus. That even, even in that place, oh God, where there's confusion in people's hearts, oh God, people confusion in their minds, oh God, where they're saying, God, I don't know what to do. God, I pray to ask God that you give them, give them direction. Get them and encourage their hearts and their spirits, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let them know, God. Let them know, God, that you have not forsaken them. Some of y'all out there feeling like God has forsaken you and, 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 where, and what you're supposed to be doing, you don't know. Listen, God has not forsaken you. I speak right now. The God said, I have not forsaken you. I have not left you alone. I have not turned my back on you. God said, I've been waiting on you. I've been waiting for you to walk in that anointing. This is a good time. This is a good time for you to do what God told you to do. Even, even those people that, that have the resources, listen, they're sitting at home looking for something to do as well. Those resources that you need, those people are sitting at home. I'm talking to somebody. Those people are sitting at home looking for something to do. Don't be afraid to call, folk. And you stand on the word. And you tell them, look, God told me to do this. Look, sometimes you got to sound crazy. Look, God told me to do such and such and such and such. And you are the person that can help me do such and such and such and such. And I'm calling you because I need your help. You may catch them off guard, but hey, faith got to start somewhere. You got to walk. You got to walk in faith somewhere. So I just want to encourage you tonight. I want to encourage you. Get up and do something. And uh, I'm gonna say this for Victoria out there. It's still your set. You still got something in you. You still got something. Ah, uh, man, you still got something in you. I'm talking to somebody who was on the verge of giving up and throwing it in the towel. You still got something in you. You still got more in you. You cannot stop now. You cannot give up now. God is waiting on you. We are waiting on you. The world is waiting on you. Don't throw in the towel yet. Don't throw in the towel at all. If it's your music ministry, your music career, whatever it is, don't throw in a towel. People are still waiting on you. And I pray right now that God sends people to hear, to hear you, that God sends people to help you in the name of Jesus. So God, I thank you and I praise you, oh God, for this night, for this evening, oh God, that God, the people walk in their calling, that we stop playing around with our life and that we get down to business. It's time to get down to business. It's time to get down to business. This is, you know, me speaking from my heart. And, you know, as I was reading uh, Jeremiah, you know, God gave Jeremiah a call. And if you go to Jeremiah 20 and, and 9, you know, Jeremiah had to say, it's like fire shut up in my bones. God has given you a fire. Listen. And all of us feel that fire when we deal with certain things in our life. God has given you a fire. Let, <laughs> I'm going to say it like this, let that fire burn. Let that fire burn. Let that calling burn. Do it. Stop sitting around. Get to work. Let that fire burn. So I thank you guys for joining me tonight. I hope you are encouraged. And listen. Um, if you need to reach out to me, if you need me to, to encourage you on a personal level, just, 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 just hit me up on my Facebook. I want to pray with you. And it, and I feel like this, it, it, God is even talking to me right now. I want to be able to pray with you, 
to encourage you. We can do this together. And look, I might ask you for some encouragement. I might ask you, hey, look, I'm dealing with this. I need you to, look, we need to help each other at this moment that God has called us to walk into and these things that God has called us to walk into. So I want to encourage you, y'all. Tomorrow is, you know, tomorrow is Monday. It's a new week. I feel like it's time for you to get up and start putting some things in order. Start lining some things up. Start walking in that calling. Start walking in that calling. Listen, look, everybody not going to understand in the beginning. Everybody not going to understand. Some of Jesus' disciples, they didn't understand what he was talking about, but they got it. They got it. Walk in your calling and don't forget who you are. You're called to be saved. Some of y'all have been planning on living life on the edge. Get off the edge. Get away from the edge. Pastor Cassandra preached y'all. Get away from the edge and walk in God's calling. You can't give up now. You can't throw in the towel now. God is still about to use you to do some amazing things. And I want you to repeat this. I repeat after me. God is about to use me to do some amazing things. So God bless you. Thank you for joining us tonight. And again, tomorrow, y'all, I need you to get up and I need you to start writing out your plan. Even Look, when we're in this broadcast right now, go get your notepad. And if you can't go get your notepad, if you don't know, you can't find a notepad in your house, Myers close at 10 o'clock, Family Dollar close at 8 o'clock. You can go and find your notepad. Uh, Dollar Tree, they sell notepads for a dollar. They close at 9 o'clock. Get up and go get your notepad. Get you some pens. And start writing out your vision. And God is going to bless it. God is going to bless it. I declare to you tonight that once you begin to write it out, God is going to bless you. You just can't write it out, though. You got to work it out. All right? So God bless you. Thank you for joining. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys real soon. God bless you. Good night. Oh, 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 o